0: Hello out there in Podcastlandia. I am La Molly, host of Super Sonido, and I am joined today by members of Enhambre as they embark on their U.S. tour, promoting their album Ambrosia. They're heading to Denver uh, February 19th. That's Friday at Lost Lake. It's going to be amazing. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. You guys are in Atlanta today, right? How's the weather out there?
1: It's pretty nice. I mean, it, it, it gets cold at night, but it's... It's just like as it is in in Mexico. We haven't gotten to into into the. How's is Denver? Is it snowing over there?
0: It's supposed to snow today. So. <laughs> <You're-> Ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're getting into the cold territory when we go to Washington and, and Chicago and and New York and Denver. It's gonna be cold. It'll be fun.
0: You'll have.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: do we'll bring the heat with us.
0: Yes, <laughs> We're so tired. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for joining me today. Um, can you just introduce yourselves and what, what part you play in the band?
2: All right. Uh, I'm Rizumberto, singer, songwriter, guitarist, for now. Who knows, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. And,
1: and I don't I'm, know who that other uh, is. I'm uh, Julian. Well, in English, it's Julian. And I am the keyboard player and guitar player. And I sing a bit. And I write a bit, but not, not as much as Luis Humberto. <laughs> not as good. As you. <laughs> not as good either. <laughs> if I was as good, I would write as much as he does, but no. That's okay. <laughs> uh, can you tell
0: me? little bit about I know you guys started here or not here but in California in the early mid-2000s um and then you moved to Mexico and just like kind of tell me how you guys started and and why you love music enough to to play it for almost 20 years
2: yeah I mean we've been recording since the like I don't know like mid 2000s or towards the end of the 2000s but we've been playing since we were kids so I guess uh why do we keep doing it is the same reason why we started doing it in the first place when we were kids we just like doing it so much that whether we we did it in a professional manner or not we can still do it uh and uh, we're just blessed enough to have an audience that likes our music you know, as much or almost as much as we do, and um, yeah, we started in Southern California when I was in when I was in college, and uh, the bass player Rafa was in high school, and you know we we went through a couple of uh, different lineups, and then we wound up with the one that we have right now, uh, which is the the same lineup that that uh, recorded our our. Uh, our second record that we considered as our first in like around 2006 and uh, 2007 actually yeah.
1: 2007
2: 2007 yeah. so we, we were playing uh, wherever we could play in southern california but um they started inviting us to play shows in mexico and that's when we realized that uh we ha- there was more people interested in our music there than there than there was here that uh, we decided to go on tour a couple times and then the third time we went we we just kept uh we just kept adding shows to the tour and then it just turned into our life and we just never left you know that's like now we're on our seventh record and 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 that's kind of how things happen we just uh you know we just have a a a growing audience in mexico now in the states as well too but but it it all kind of like took took uh, off uh down there in mexico
0: I read that you guys, when you moved to Mexico, you all five of you lived together in one apartment. I'm just trying to imagine like what yeah. that would be like. Five men in one small apartment. Was... It was not nice. It was smelly. It
1: was. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and that was also. And that was also our, our practice space. So we, we had to give up one room as a practice space, so we even had have, have less space. And uh, but yeah, those were good times. <laughs>
0: you miss um, them?
1: Well, I don't. I don't. Do, do, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Do we miss them? <laughs> I
2: mean, it's a good well, memory. Uh, but...
1: Yeah, it's a good memory. I miss it in in a sense that it was it was a, a good memory because. Uh, we were so hungry, we were so hungry to, 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 to play and to tour and to write music and to, I mean, we still are, but I mean, we were so hungry that we were, we were willing to, you know, live in a small apartment in a, in, a, in a city, you know, because even though we grew up in Mexico, Mexico city is like a whole different monster, you know, and we had never been there before. We didn't know anybody there. And uh, we grew up in, in a small town, far from mexico city so it it was new to all of us to be there and uh it was it was kind of scary but also in the same time at the same time it was very exciting and uh so so that's why i think it's a it's a it's a good memory and i missed that part of the of the of those times but
2: yeah because we didn't we didn't have a lot of shows so that was the first time we we started touring we, we were booking shows we were playing
1: everywhere so anywhere anywhere that let us play we would play yeah for it was for, played, for like a we even played for beer. Like
2: one night we played three shows in three different places uh the same yeah. night we would do things like that so so that was pretty exciting and that part i guess i in a sense i missed the feeling of everything being so new
0: person is really um interested in looking at sort of the bicultural aspects of music of you know the latin american foundations mixed with um more like american sounds like rock and roll or electronica things like that and i'm noticing in your music that you do some of that as well and i'm just curious how you sort of landed on this like sort of mexican rock and roll sound
2: i guess um my dad has a lot to do with it. He, um, he plays guitar and, and he's, uh, he has a very.
3: We're brothers, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we're brothers, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
2: he, he has a, a wide, um, uh, like, just a palette of different sounds and, and uh, colors and music. Uh, a lot of rock and roll, but a lot of uh, bolero too, a lot of romantic music. Um, and, uh, we just kind of grew up listening to all that stuff. Uh, at first, I mean, when we started, when I started playing, I just wanted to be, uh, Kirk Cobain, I guess, but, but once, uh, everybody was doing that, uh, and then I started writing music, it just kind of started, it started to sound a lot like the stuff that we would listen at home. And, uh, my dad is also bicultural like us. So I, I guess, uh, a lot of that, um, kind of like just, uh, Melted in with uh the new music that we were making all this all these old sounds and all this uh, music from from different eras uh were kind of like blending in with our new stuff you know and uh I think uh that's where the the mixing really happened um, and it wasn't necessarily always conscious uh, it, we weren't very conscious of it it just started sounding like that and and we just embraced it and, and and went with it. And, and I guess uh, it's always a point of reference in our music just kind of like to, to uh, I don't know like to make sure that it sounds like that sound that we like so much from those old records uh, and, um, and still sounding new, but, but I guess uh, that's where we part from.
0: So how do you think from your first album, El Segundo Es Felino to Ambrosia,
2: how do you think it has evolved? you know what I think segundo felino is such a great record I think it it, it it encapsulates our essence and our sound and to me we we always kind of just like uh just kind of took off from that sound and and everything we do it kind of kind of sounds like that, but with you know different explorations with other instruments and other kinds of recordings um Obviously it's not the same, but but it feels it feels like that. I, I think we nailed the the Enhambra sound in that record and everything else that we've done after that, it's a consequence of it. And and Ambrosia is not an exception. And I think the big uh difference on this EP is the uh, language. Uh we do have a couple of songs in English in our previous records, but we we never had given ourselves the opportunity to explore more. Within the language, I mean, those other songs that are on those records that are in English were written, one by Julian and the other one by, by Rafa, the other guy in the band. And I had just never written something that I was going to sing in English. So to me, it was just a whole new world of opportunities. It's it's a great language, especially to sing rock uh, mm-hmm. music. I mean, that's, the, that's a long, the language of its origin. So uh, I'm surprised we never did this before, being that we're bilingual and all, you know, um, so, uh, it was pretty much that. I mean, we're still our priority is still rock and Spanish, but um we always wanted to do that, and and we had the time. we couldn't tour because of, because of the pandemic, and um, and we had that extra time, we' are like, I think this is the time to do this English record that we always wanted to do. We were able to finish four songs, but we we love them, uh, and, and we're playing them right now, uh, a few of them live and um i guess that's i don't know if it's evolution I, I just think it's different you know it's just like we're just exploring different uh realms and areas and and uh and this uh experiment with this language was uh was was awesome to us it was great to to see what what melody can do in a different language
0: cram
2: into another apartment again because of the pandemic to record? No, hell no, no way, <laughs> never again. No, we actually, we, uh, we were pretty good uh, when no one knew exactly how to go about the situation and they were recommending everyone to stay home. We, we stayed home and we were like sending each other demos through emails and just like these, these little record- home recordings. for a a few weeks and then we're like okay man like we haven't been out of the house uh for two three weeks i think it's time for us to get back together so we, we would just uh go to the studio work on the music and then go back to the house and really just we we try to spend as much time together when we're working on new music we try to to set aside time like no shows no no interviews none of this stuff we just we just want we just like to to separate time to meet and and work on our music and not be interrupted by anything. But we can't always do that because we're touring. touring. But uh, we were uh, kind of forced to do it because of the pandemic. And uh, that's one of the few good things that came out of it.
0: You guys, because of the pandemic, right, you missed the tour for Proximos Projimos. Um, But now you're including them, I'm assuming, right, in this tour for Ambrosia.
1: Payback. Oh yeah, payback. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I mean, of course, Ambrosia is our most recent album, but we're also promoting our our, our record. You know, the, and, uh, and uh, so it's it's very. It's also uh, centered on. We're, but we also we're also playing all the songs that that, that people know us for. And uh, so it's a it's a very varied show, you know. We played we played from our whole discography. We play our new stuff. We play our old stuff. And uh, and uh, I I think uh, we, we're very generous with our with our set list. We play more than twenty songs in our shows. And uh, and people's and, and and still people complain. They're like, hey guys, you played so little. We're like, dude, we played twenty five <laughs> songs, you know. And uh, and uh, so so yeah, we're very generous with our set list, and, and, and uh, so far people are are, are really liking uh, the show, and and uh, and I think there's this sense of 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 mutual. Um, um, we're so glad to to see each other again, to to meet our, our fans on stage again, and uh, and they're excited to see us, you know. So there's this mutual excitement going on at the shows, and, and uh, it's a uh, these shows are, are very special in that way.
2: We missed, yeah, we missed it a lot. We missed not being on tour. We we built up this. Uh, we were just anxious to go back. So every time we're on stage, we just feel like it's we needed to you know to, to liberate all these uh, feelings of uh, of just being so sick of uh, of not being able to be outside. And I think the audience feels the same way. So there's like this great sy- synergy between our audience and us and our shows. It just it just feels like people just wanted to get out of their houses and get together and have a few drinks and have a good time and just sing and dance. And uh, that's, I guess it's appreciated a little more than it was before, because before it was just like, well, this is what we do. And now it's like, well, we, they, they locked us up for, a, for more than a year and we couldn't do this, but now we can go ahead and do it again. So I guess there's this sense of, of, of enjoyment that, that is greater than, than on a regular basis on regular times before the pandemic so it it, since it's it's the show it doesn't doesn't just go from the stage to the audience but it it bounces back so there's this beautiful synergy uh, that we've been feeling in these um, uh, post-pandemic shows I mean I think we're we're still in pandemic but I don't I I mean after the lockup, you know
3: I'm
0: guys are going to be in denver february 19th at lost lake have you ever been to denver
2: before yeah we have but we didn't play right no yeah yeah we went and we got the airbnb and then i guess the show got canceled and uh we just uh we just threw a big party in a airbnb we probably got Got a big fight Probably got really poor reviews after that (laughs) uh we got like like half a star probably uh
1: we trust. we trust the
2: place <laughs> and that's it so we've got in Denver.
0: you want to play or... like true rock stars well last lake is one of my favorite venues in Denver. but this is gonna be amazing
1: oh that's awesome that's awesome and, and a lot of people are writing uh from from there uh, to to our social media so so it seems like it's going to be a, a a really cool show and, and a lot of people are going to show up so we're really excited about
0: it yeah me too okay so you've been to denver have you eaten in denver
1: no, oh. any place you recommend? Oh
0: yeah, there's so many. Oh, we have the best food: Chubby's, El Taco de Mexico, Noa Noa. Those are all so good. You're gonna have fun. Really? <laughs> yeah.
2: Are you recommending us Mexicans from Mexico to eat Mexican yes, I
0: know.
1: Wow, it's it's, not a, that it's, it's dangerous. Not really that good. <laughs> because we're coming from Mexico, yeah. okay? So
0: this is like Colorado style. It's different. All
1: right. Okay, okay. okay. So it's a, it's its own thing, right? Kind of like Tex-Mex, yeah. but okay, okay. You need
0: to get a, yeah. a Ooh, cool. Chavis, and you
2: What's the name of the other one?
0: El taco de México. El
2: taco de México?
1: All right. All right. What 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 kind of food do they have there? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: guessing It's Italian. <laughs>
3: Es este it italiano? Cuál es <laughs> la <laughs> evaluación del poder despertar extraña condición Que ya de un tiempo acá Es búsqueda de paz Más que estimulación Querer ser alguien más